Time to jump on the Form Express. Sunday Central's Form Express. First stop today on the Form Express is the Sunshine Coast. Bill Healy has been kind enough to join us, sending three horses to the races today. Bill, good morning. Morning. How are we all? Very well, thank you. Don't die wondering, uh, is the first of your runners uh, going to the races today? A little bit of pressure on Don't Die Wondering to keep the run of the stable going. Uh, third up from a break and has a really good record at the 1,000 metres. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, third up now, so she's hard fit. Probably a couple of little factors last start. We took the tongue-tie offer. Um, that was probably a bad move by me. I'll put that back on and third up fit. The only probably negative is she, she hasn't won at this track, even though it's a home track. She's probably been a little bit unlucky, but um, hopefully she can bounce back to form today. Uh, in race number four, Rafali goes around here, comes back in trip after the first up run at Ipswich. Yeah, back in trip. His horse shows plenty at home. He, he definitely should not be a maiden, this horse. Um, his work is, is very, very good, and um, he looks to have a lot of ability, but he's been to the races a few times now and been disappointing. I'm hoping... Back to a thousand and a soft draw. Kyle Wilson Taylor on. Hopefully we can offset that and he can uh, get into the winner's stall because uh, if he if he can take what he does in his his track work, he should be winning a race like this. Uh, probably and it, not the easiest of maiden. You've got Winburn there that that split ranch hand and the other horse Queen of Wizardry. But uh, look, he's in good order. And in the fifth event, Bronze Dragon's going to be sending out a, a short favourite at the moment around two twenty five with Tam fixed odds after an encouraging debut run at Ipswich. Yeah, 100%. He, he was good at Ipswich. Um, he's got to take natural improvement. 1,400 probably looks ideal. Big track looks ideal. James Orman sticks. Um, he's probably short enough in the market, and he's a horse probably still learning and uh, still a little bit green, but it, it looks a nice little race for him, and he's a, he's a good each-way chance. Best of your three going to the races today, Bill? Uh, hard to split them. Obviously, got the the two favourites, but I, I think all three are, are good each way chances, and probably the best at odds if he can turn up and do what he does in track work. Rafali, um, he's overs at sort of fifteens. Well, all three uh, get the prize. It'll be a nice little trot. It'll be five on the bounce after the winner with Frankie Blue Eyes last night and a winner at Gatton last week. Be extremely good week, wouldn't it? But anyway, we won't get too ahead of ourselves. Uh, hopefully, we can get one up today. Anyway, best of luck today, Billy. Thanks, guys. Billy Healy there with his thoughts on his three runners going to the Sunshine Coast today. Howard Walter has done all the form for the program. Howard, good morning. Yeah, g'day, Brennan. You should get Billy to run through the whole meeting. I was just sitting there nodding my head in agreement <laughs> with what he was saying. <laughs> Might be a good day. He's, uh, he's on fire at the moment. Last two horses to the races have both been winners, uh, but we'll get stuck into those races a little bit later on. First of it on the program from the Sunshine Coast today is a Class 4 over 1,800 metres. One is a scratching favourite. Is a horse we know very well down here in Victoria. Smoke and Piero for Michelle Payne and Steph Thornton, $2.70. And at 70. Cosmic Goss at three sixty. Group Think at $4.20. Don't Despair, four sixty. The Big Eater, 11 and 26 Lady Ringo. How do we sort them out in the opener? Well, I've narrowed it down to two chances, and I'm going to go with Five Don't Despair, who um, was winning last start, third up from a spell with 59, faced the breeze, and he toughed it out to get home you know, by the barest margin, but it was still a solid effort. There's no pace whatsoever in this race, so he'll either lead or if something wants to sit, you know, he can sit second, but there's just no speed. So I thought he'd get a terrific run. All his four wins have been at the track out as far as 2200, so the 1800's no problem. Now, two smoking Piero, the horse you mentioned, it actually met 
Don't Despair last start and finished in front of it. That was over 1,600, and he really only got warmed up over that final 100, 150. Very strong through the line, so no knock whatsoever. Obviously, the extra distance is what he's looking for. He wants further. So one of the two should be winning, Brendan. I'll go with five due to the map. Five from two, best of the rest. Three, which might need another run. And four, which open favourite, but is a distance doubt, and I think it'll drift. Five, two, three, four. Five, two, three, four. Many of partners that uh, have been following Spoken Piero down south here, Howard, have had plenty of despair following him uh, trying to win a race as we move on to race number two. <laughs> Phillies and Mares class two over a 1,000 metres, seven the scratching here. Don't die wondering, first of the Billy Healy team to step out today, Robbie Frad in the saddle, $4.40, Magic Delta, four sixty. dollars uh, Kapopo Kitty at $4.80, unlikely a current six fifty, and Sip It Slow, $7.00. Just the nine over a thousand metres and a lack of speeds to so the horses I'm going to um, select should each land in the first three. Number two, Magic Delta, drew gate eight of eight last start, was ridden completely upside down, sat back and wide, forget ever went round, give another chance. Um, she's got form at the track, nine starts for a win in four seconds, match well for Jimmy Ormond. Number three, don't die wondering, as Billy mentioned, tongue ties back on. And I, I made a note of exactly what he said. The horse, she is take on trust here at home, ironically. She hasn't. She seems to race better elsewhere. Um, but she'll go forward, get every chance. Number four, Palicki, covered ground first up. That was at Dalby, so in theory this is harder. But the horse has pace. They take a claim, and it'll go forward, get its chance. Of the others, nine, sip it slow. First up from a spell for Stuart Hendrick. First up last time, you had excuses. It did win second up. Wouldn't surprise from gate one if this ran on strong. Two, three, four, nine. Two, three, four, and nine in race number two. Race number three, a class two for the Colts, Geldings, and Entires. No scratchings here. Uh, Be Water, my friend, $2.50. Squirrel Hunter, $4. Dare to Share, $4.40. Explosive Truth at eight. Avidius at $9.50 and 19 for Phantom Spirit. Been very heavily back since markets went up. The water, my friend, and I can, I'm not surprised, been as much as $5 given now, $2.50. There's plenty of speed in this race. It'll get back on the fence. Um, Change Stables was based at Ballina, and it's now trained on the track by Damien Batters. Recent trial just sat back to the top of the straight, and when it was asked to go, um, it did just enough to win. It was a very nice looking trial. Race run to suit, very hard to beat. Race three, number one, B Water, my friend. Five there to share, romped in over 800 at Ipswich last start. A 1,000 metres hold no fears whatsoever. The alley is awkward. Number six, Avidius, scratch from Toowoomba last night. The key to this horse could be the weight, because two starts ago with 53 was very good in defeat here, and then went up to 56.5 and was a bit disappointing. Finished fourth, but it gets back down to um, 53.5 today and a good barrier. Otherwise, number seven, Phantom Spirit. Improved last start second. I prefer it as a place chance, but as I said, they'll go quick, and I think it sets it up nicely for the toppy. One, five, six, and seven. One, five, six, and seven in race number three. On to race number four on the program. It's a thousand metre maiden. Scratchings here are one, four, six, and sixteen. Windburn two dollars eighty. Our Mirage four sixty. Cracking Thunder five fifty. Doctor Jack at five fifty. Rafali at fifteen dollars, and then uh, Delth at uh, sixteen. Uh, Windburn two dollars and eighty. Favourite here in the fourth, Howard. Yeah, interesting race. You've got half a dozen of these on Boo and another. Um half a dozen that are first up from spells. Number seven, our Mirage. Now, this horse hasn't raced. He's a five-year-old. He's had two trials this year. Back in February, one by five lengths, straight to the front, 
ran along and kept running, and then recently won a trial by almost three lengths. Again, he went straight to the front, and it was a good-looking trial win. So I like that natural speed over the 1,000. Number nine, Delif, first up from a spell, Chris Month's trains. It um, just had the one start, fourth back uh, this track and distance in February, got beaten two and a half lengths in a soft track. Uh, it's won a recent Doombin trial, and again, straight to the front, shared the lead, not knocked about, strong the line. And then, of course, number uh, 15, Winburn, the favourite, uh, Billy touched on this horse. You know, it's had two starts, placed in both, and that second start ran second to Queen of Wizardry, which then came out and ran fourth in the Magic Millions uh, behind Shaquiro. So in its trial, Wimburn showed plenty of pace, but in both starts, it got back. So my concern is just that wide barrier. Um, you know, has the horse sort of changed or will it drift back and cover ground? But the trial's very good. Of the others, perhaps number 11, Philly Rocks, hasn't trialled in public. But they've engaged Michael Carr, which you know aroused my interest. Got a good barrier, so just a guess. I'll throw it in for fourth. Seven, nine, fifteen, eleven. Seven, nine, fifteen, eleven in race number four. Onto the fifth on the card. It's a maiden over fourteen hundred. Scratchings are two, five, sixteen, twenty, and twenty-one. Bronze Dragon is the favourite. Two twenty-five. Tuscan Games resumes at two dollars seventy. Uh, Yazuli at ten dollars. Eleven idling by Pizarro. Nineteen and Love Demon. Nineteen dollars. Yeah, it's hard to um, go past number seven, Bronze Dragon. Granted, the odds aren't that flash, but the first start was good. Finished a close-up third. The runner-up in that race horse called By Turbo since raced at Doombin on Wednesday and was very good in defeat, um, run down late. So I like the form lines around Bronze Dragon. Matt's well for Jimmy Orman. Should settle in the first four, get every possible chance. One Tuscan gaze, obvious danger. First up from a spell, was trained by Chris Waller, now with Casey Fogden, trained on the track. Uh, Ryan Maloney to ride, had a couple of trials, um, latter was very impressive, nice trial, so it's the obvious danger and probably the only danger. Otherwise, nine, Jacinda Bell, excuses first start, only start, missed the start a couple of lengths, got hampered midway when our horse lost, uh, lost its rider, so it just might improve. And number four, Pizzo, it was a good run at Bow Desert, I don't think it's good enough to win this, but you've got to tip something for fourth. Seven, one, nine and four. 7194 race 5 race number 6 is a 62 over 1400 metres 5 and 10 come out of the 6th event on the program Demural is the favourite 215 Bohemian Boom for Rainy Redstone $5 a big chance at 9 Bazoo at 11 and Miss Ali B a $14 chance The first thing to note here is the absence of natural pace I'm going with number 2 Redstone First up was beaten a length and a half at $19, trained by Natalie McCall. Betting's normally spot on with her stable, and especially here at home on the Sunshine Coast. So I do want to see some support for the horse, but it wasn't that far away. First up, it could be one of those in the first three or four getting the right run. Uh, number one, Bohemian Boom. Getting deeper in his campaign now. He, he mapped well two starts ago and led throughout, fell in on the line. And at the Gold Coast, he sat up second and weakened down the straight. So I'm not sure whether it's spell time or not, but he should get own lead here, so can't ignore. Number three, Demural. It's the um, interesting runner. First up, placed fourth at Barkeldean, beaten the length. Was trained by Glenda Bell at Emerald, and is now with David Van Dyke and Ryan Maloney is to ride. And this is certainly not a hard race to win. Otherwise, number nine, Miss Ali B. Wasn't far away first up. Normally races her way into form, so whatever she does here, she'll certainly improve on, prefer the place. 2139. 
2139 race six, three and a half minutes out the second at Hillsville. Runners on their way to the start there. Race seven's a benchmark seventy eight over twelve hundred. Scratchings are one three five nine and ten. Platinum Euros two dollars fifteen. Luskin Hero four dollars and twenty. Medalka at four eighty and six fifty cent fire. For the thousand metres I'd be very keen on fourteen Platinum Euros, but first up twelve hundred I think there might be other chances. I'm going to put Platinum Euros on top. He sits back, he's got a terrific turn of foot. But to date, he's been a 1,000-metre horse, as I say, or he's won those 1,100. But the trials, had two trials, very good. Could have won his latest trial, just, you know, wasn't asked to do a thing. Number eight, plenty, hard and fit, local, trained, consistent horse. Used to be fine with 1,200, not so sure at the moment. Number six, Luskin Hero, first up from a spell. Last time in, it bolted in first up, over 900, carrying 58 and a half. Got a good barrier, Brad Stewart. First up, 1,200, only time will... Um, tell and was ridden along in its trial, otherwise 15 centre fire, fourth running. So this horse has got a fitness edge and it's got barrier one. Took a three wide sit in a metro race last start, won by Miami Fly. So that was a forgive, can win. 14, 8, 6, 15. Final event of benchmark 58 over 1600 metres. 3, 10, 11, 13, 14, 15 come out. Shy Girl 440, Travoli at $5. Joey's Reward 550, Winston Blue at 8, $9. Fend off. Number seven, Fendoff, went too hard second up, and it's going from 13 to 16, but it looks like getting a very good run on the pace here. Georgina Cartwright rides again. If she can just get him to settle, I think he can get, you know, good run to the turn and hopefully have a kick. Number four, Travoli, fitter for two from a spell, and they're both terrific efforts. Got back, ran on strongly, drawn out. Maybe getting up to the mile, they'll, they'll you know, go forward from that alley, because if they don't, he could be in all sorts. Number five, Shy Girl, had another change of stable, was with in Brisbane. Now it's based on the Sunshine Coast, Gary Duncan. This looks like the right class, right distance. And number eight, Joy's Reward. I prefer more pace, but she's fitting well and got a good barrier. Seven, four, five, eight. Seven, four, five, eight in the last best value quarter and plate, the Sunshine Coast. Please, Howard. Best, race three, number one, Be Water, My Friend. Best value, race one, number five, Don't Despair. Quaddy, one and seven. One, two, three, six, eight, fourteen, fifteen, four, five, seven, and the player of the day, win and place all up, race one, five, race two, two, race four, seven. Best of luck today, Howard. Thanks, Brendan. Uh, South, uh, New South Wales racing today. We head to uh, Ballina. Track rating at Ballina today is a soft seven. And uh, Matt Dunn is taking four horses to the races this afternoon. Matt, good morning. Morning, how are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, first assignment for the day, race number three, Squeeze This and 10, Royal Archer. Uh, Squeeze This is going to be sent off favourite, run down at Cost Harbour last time out. Yeah, and she did a great job there. She had, had to do a lot of work from a wide gate um, and uh, sort of found the front and stuck on really well considering how much she did early in the race. So, look, she's drawn a better gate today. Um, I'll probably ride a similar Um the other leader in the race has drawn outside of her, but he got better bearable last start, so I don't really want him to be costing us and trying to get around it. So um, I think instructions will be to go forward and try and use her speed, um, hold lead if she can, within reason, and um, she should be hard to beat. Royal Archer also in the same race, stretches out to the 1,300 this time? Yeah, it's been a frustration because he, he hasn't raced up to his trials or work, and the only the only thing I could think of was to take the blinkers off, which we've done this start, um, and... and that he doesn't trial in blinkers, so, so I'm sort of hoping that he finds something. They actually went to the Gold Coast 
last week when we were late scratching because he kicked the wall in the tie-ups and, uh, and had to come home. So, um, look, he's better than what his form suggests, uh, and he'll take up a position um, probably a little bit further back than the, the, the other the stable mate. Um, but if, if they go too quick, he'll, he'll rush late for sure. In the fourth of it, Xanthus is uh, a $2.50 chance at the moment. Jasper Franklin takes the three kilos off there. Yeah, and, and he's um, he's been racing great. This prep. Uh, been racing great pretty much his whole career, actually. He hardly runs a bad race, but uh, maybe like to just see the track dry out a little bit um, through the day. That would that would help him because um, he, he prefers to be on top of the ground. But um, look, from that gate, he goes forward and puts himself in the first couple, gets in well away for Jasper's claim. Jasper rides him a lot at home, so he knows him well. Um, he look, probably looks probably looks the class horse of the race and, and um, should run accordingly. And uh, Storm Attack goes around in the sixth event on the program has been runner-up at its past two. Yeah, and it's not through a lack of trying. He's a, he's a real, real little racehorse. He um, he races uh, far better than than what he's what he probably his ability is just just because he tries so hard. And Jasper gets on with him well. Um, again, the claim helps getting him back in the weights a little bit. Uh, from that gate, we'll go forward. I'd like to see him in front if we can. I'm not sure if we can achieve that or not. Um, his best, um, all his best runs is when he's sort of gone forward and tried to dominate. So we'll, we'll, we'll adopt those tactics here and if we can get there without working too much from the gate, um, uh, he'll be right to finish. Best of your four runners today, Matt? Uh, look, I think Squeezed this. She was really good um, when she ran at Coffs the other day. Uh, despite the fact she worked really hard, she stuck on well. So uh, she's, uh, she's the one from the right barrier, right jockey on and, and probably the best of mine. Best of luck with your four horses today, Matthew. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Matthew Dunn sending four to Ballina this afternoon. There is seven events on the program at Ballina. Track rating is a soft seven. And uh, Ian Humphreys has uh, completed the form for us and found us the seven winners. Ian, good morning. I hope so, Brendan. How are you going? Very well, thank you. First of it on the program from Ballina today is the Colts Gunnings and Entires made in over a thousand. There are no changes. Tambulum at $3.60, Andy $4 with JP, uh, uh, JP Kitten and Victory Lights also on that uh, $4 line. So Punters having a tough time sorting out the, uh, the maidens here in the opener. Yeah, a few chances here. I'm going up Andy, uh, number five. It's good from the Bad Barry on the boo. Get an hour. I think he'd be hard to beat. Uh, number four, Tabulum resumes here after a fair debut. He trialled well recently, so he has a good chance again today. Number seven, J.P. Kitten, the likely leader. Placed last up at Coffs Harbour. Uh, he's had eight starts for five placings, having trouble breaking through. And we'll put in number eight, the first start of Victory Lights. has tried OK in for four, so I've gone five, four, seven, eight. Race number two on the program is a maiden over the 1,000 metres for the fillies and mares. Five, six and ten out of this one. Profitess, $2. One to win, two thirty Out to $6 for Field of Stars and then Lectac at 11 Yeah, I thought this is probably the best of the day. Profitess, uh, led and battled on well when resuming at the Gold Coast. Much better now from barrier three here. I think he's definitely the one to beat. Uh, number 11, one to win. Um, was also good when resuming. She too has pace, uh, but the outside barrier, no help for her. Uh, number seven, Field of Stars, has tried best of the first starters and drawn barrier one. Has some hope. We'll bring number two, uh, Lectac in for four. So I've gone eight, eleven, seven, two.
8-11-7-2 in the second at Balnana. We'll just check the toads quickly. Second, Hillsville. Six, Speedy Villain, four, ten. Four, Balmoral, 190. Five, Lethal Vision, ran third. No, Div. Fourth, in was seven. Two, 60. Quinella, 180. Exact, a try. Six, ten. First, four, $14.41. Six, running double, $75.20. Race three in eight minutes from now. And the third, James, going three, eight, one, and four. Race number three on the program from Ballina today is a maiden over 1,300 metres. Three is the lone scratching. Squeeze this. Matt Dunn's best for the day, $3. Miles ahead, $3.20. Uh, Maralu Millie is uh, a $4 chance and Royal Archer at $9. Yeah, probably three chances. I went with Maralu Millie, placed a pass two. Uh, she draws out, but she just needs a bit of luck. And this is not an overly strong race. I think there's only probably the three chances. So I had her on top. Uh, Miles ahead, the ex-Victorian uh, He had very good form down there And he placed the Ballarat first up last time in So big watch on him, number one And the squeeze this, the Matthew Dunn runner uh, It was a much better run last time And hadn't done plenty of work in the runner But I was doing pretty well So he's the, he's the other winning chance And we'll put in number eight, Dean Full in for four So I've gone four, one, six and eight 4168 in race number three. Race number four on the program is an open handicap over 1300 metres. Two and three of the scratchings is Anthus 250, Northern Wild Rose at $4. $5. See it through Dark Euro 5550. She's a choosy. Yeah, I went with Anthus here, uh, racing very well, suited dropping back to 1300 metres, gets him well after three kilogram claim. Just needs a little bit of luck from the outside barrier, but now there's only seven runners, shouldn't be a problem. Uh, number six, Northern Wilder Rose, also racing wheel, has had five starts this trip, three wins and two seconds. Uh, number four, see it through. Similar form lines to Xanthus and looks the other main winning chance. And we'll put in number five, she's choosing in for fourth sock on one, six, four, five. One, six, four and five in race number four. Race number five on the program is a benchmark 66 over a 1,000. No scratchings here. Bell Academy, 380. Wavemaker at $3.90. 480 Tabasco. Sugar Zone, 6. $6. Logan's Blade, September Girl, 10. Yeah, another tough one. I'm going with uh, number two here, Bell Academy. He was freshened up before placing at Newcastle in a stronger race last time. He draws out but has the pace to cross and be hard to beat. Uh, number four, Sugar Zone, one, two straight, before uh, being disappointing when favourite last start at Lismore. From Barry, two and a half to claim he can bounce back here today. Number six, Wave Maker, lightly race, looks promising. He's a first up winner and has trialled well for his return. And we'll put in number one, September Girl, in for fourth. So I've gone two, four, six and one. Two four six one race five race number six of fifty eight over fifteen hundred and ninety meters scratchings from this event are runners nine and eleven storm attack three ninety jack sprat four forty six dollars just a joke Navanjo beach seven dollars fifty rahan at nine and nine fifty toots in tops yeah like the value here number thirteen Navajo uh, beach been good all three runs this time in she looks good to getting to the sixteen hundred meters and most of these have plenty of conviction uh, number three. Storm Attack, uh, the likely leader, we're just beaten last start at Grafton over this trip. It'll be hard to catch here again with the three kilogram claim. Number one, Jack Spratt uh, races well here. He usually claims four kilograms, has a chance, and we'll put in number five, just a joking, for four. So I've gone 13, three, one, and five. 
13-3, 1-5 in race number 6. Final event on the program is a class 1 over 1,250. Scratchings here are 1, 2, 7, 10, 14 and 17. More than buttons, $3.20. Phil's Dream, 6, 6, 50. Chrysler, Scorch the Turf, $59. Porter Fortuna. Yeah, going with more than buttons. Was impressed you breaking through over this trip last start. She had the pace to lead and should measure up in this slightly stronger grade. Number eight, Monica's the garbage resuming. She had good ability last time in. She hasn't been seen in the trials, but barrier two should get her chance. Number five, Scorch the Turf, uh, having his first start for a new trainer here. He wasn't beaten far at Wagga last start in a probably better race. And we'll put in number six, Bill's Green, in for four. So I've gone three, eight, five and six. Three, eight, five and six in race number seven. Uh, in your best value quarter and play, please, for Ballina. Best brand in race two, number eight, Profitess. Uh, the best value is definitely race six, number 13. I think each way, no Agio beats, can't lose. The quaddy, uh, the first leg will take numbers one, four, five and six. Second leg, one, two, four, five and six. Third leg, one, three and 13. And come home with three, five, six and eight. Best of luck today, Ian. Thanks, Brenda. Ian Humphreys there with his thoughts on uh, Ballina. Port Lincoln race today. The Port Lincoln season is ready to get back into full swing. A few trials there recently. David Jolly is sending uh, two to the races there today. David, good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning? Very well, thank you. First of your runners today, Valorock, was uh, a well-supported favourite at Mindery Halliden. Was just touched off there, looking for some improvement today. Second try. Yeah, that's right. Look, he got he copped a fair bit of pressure from the eventual winner, um, being first time out. Um, he just felt the pinch late, uh, but I think uh, I think leading in today, he's a little bit fitter, sort of back to his own age group. Um, the horse that horse that beat him at, at Halliden, sort of um, Peter Hardacre's horse, like probably uh, was a year older than him, probably a little bit more, even though the first start has probably been around the block a bit more. So, um, yeah, look, uh, I was quite pleased with the way he's done since, and uh, he should be around the market here today. Hard Ransom, second of your runners today, lightly raced four-year-old, ran into an informal magnificence at Balaclava two runs ago and then uh, down the track at Morfittville last time. Yeah, look, we ran him last week at Morfittville and he's a bit disappointing. Um, he got in behind him a bit and sort of switched off, so uh, just hoping today that we just gave him just gave him a little bit well, down in class, a little bit extra trip. You know, he might be able to sort of get back up, up on the bridle in the race and get his confidence back, but... Um, uh, look, he, um, if you can if you can forgive him for last start, he's, um, his other form's pretty good for a race like this. Sounds like you're heading there with two pretty good chances. Can you split them? Oh, look, I'd, I'd fancy the horse on the first. I think he's, um, yeah, he's probably maybe a little bit more progressive than Hard Ransom. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're hoping that, you know, sort of thing, he might, um, you know, bit of, yeah, like he might be better than Lincoln class, but he's sort of come over here as a bit of a learning curve. Best of luck today, David. Thank you. Tunes today. Nadia Horn has done the form for Port Lincoln. Nadia, good morning. Brendan, how are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, before we get stuck into this Port Lincoln card, uh, Nadia, some uh, disappointing news out of uh, South Australia with the uh, the well jumps racing being taken off the calendar there and uh, a few disheartened participants after uh, the way it was handled. Yeah, exactly. Look, I... I think a lot of the local participants knew it had to happen because financially it wasn't viable anymore with, you know, limited jumpers and no jumps riders registered in South Australia. But 
I think where, you know, the real salt of the wound has been Oatbank and, and what's happened there. And I think a lot probably thought that they could have kept that as a, a jump to Carnival, similar to what they do Warrnambool. But um, by the looks of it, there's got, not going to be any turnaround in, in the decision. So, yeah, look, it's a bit of a, a, a low time um, with, you know, such a historical a Carnival, which now we're going to see run on the flat. But um, it's just probably a, the way that, you know, the times have headed. It's going to be a bit disrespectful, though. I would have thought, Nadia, for them to run a Great Eastern on the flat to, to horses that have trekked up that hill and, and gone to the bottom of the barrel so many times to win that great race. And, and uh, I don't think it would be the right way to go about it to uh, to run that race on the flat. No, well, I don't see how they can, too, because, you know, like this, a lot of those hedges are, are grown um, and they have, what are they going to do, remove all the jumps and, and then run it on that same track? Or, or are they going to use the, the flat course and run it? Though? You know, like there's, there's a lot of questions that that need to be asked, but, you know, I would have thought there'd have to be a name change or something because, you know, the Great Eastern has always been known as a classic steeplechase event as long as, you know, as well as the Harry de Young Hurdle and, and also the Von Deuce. So it'd be interesting to see what they actually do with a lot of those um, names going forward and, and how they play things out. Wouldn't mind getting the fallen log for a bit of an ornament in the backyard. Be a nice piece of history to, to whack in there. Oh, exactly. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, you know, what do they what do they do with some of these iconic things like the fallen log? You know, so yeah. Look, it is it is a sad day. Most you know South Australians who are into racing, you know, they've been brought up at Oak Bank. You know, they they went there as kids. I know myself, I did. I you know my childhood memories of Easter have always been of Oak Bank, and it was probably one time in which you know all the family got together. So look, you know, this it's it is sad, but um, it's just the you know what's what's panned out, and I think COVID hasn't helped either with. There've been a, a lot of restrictions with, you know, Victorian riders being able to head over the border, and they've had to totally change the calendar this year too to accommodate that. So it, it just has all happened at the wrong time. Most certainly has. Uh, for brighter news, let's find some winners at Port Lincoln today. First leg of the quarter is a 62 over the thousand. Uh, it's a heat of the Vidora series. There are no scratchings from this one. Sensation three ten. Brian's Babe at six as is is a secret. Avora Sun at six dollars seven. Justica and La Petite Rousse a seven dollar fifty chance. Yeah, look, I'm putting two eyes a secret on top because this meeting every year is always extremely challenging. The first couple of meetings are because. Most of the horses are resuming and, you know, you don't know their level of fitness at this stage. But I did put the two eyes a secret on top. Obviously, she's a mare who resumed. She was good last preparation around this course and she has drawn favourably. Um, she does get a three kilo claim too, which does see her get in quite well at the weight. She had a trial recently. She trialled at the Port Lincoln session and she looked good in that. So I'm tipping at the $6 she's worth having something on. Um, I've got the five sensation in as the main danger who does resume from a break and has come up favourite. It's got the tactical speed with that claim to settle in a, a really good posse. Uh, one Brian's babe I've got in as the third selection, set to resume. Be interesting to see how he lines up in this class. And number six, Scary Go Round, who's also first up as uh, a fourth selection. So I've gone two five one six race five. Race number six on the program. This is a 66 over the 1350. 10 comes out. Wichity Grub 280. Raise an army for $66. Notice me. A little bit more to work with here because um, a lot of these horses are a bit fitter. And that being the case, I'll put number six, Wichity Grub, on top. Now, she's had the two runs this prep. She's about a month between runs since her last start effort. But Travis Dowdle's travelling a few horses over to Lincoln today. Uh, ben Price will take the two kilos off. She has got tactical speed and she does come through a rating 60 race on the inner track in town last time out. She was only beaten four lengths in that effort and it was an OK rating race where they did go very hard through the first section. 
Uh, I feel that's good enough form to win this uh, number six Wichity Grub. One, uh, Paulo Pace, I've got in as the danger, uh, who does get a three kilo claim first up from a break, but is likely to need that run. Uh, two Festival um, of Light, I've got in for thir- as third, and uh, then out to number three, Raise an Army. I've gone six from one through three, Race six. Race number seven of 54 over the 1,210 metres. Ten comes out of this one. Hard Ransom, 220. Archway to Heaven, 750. Miss Elegance, 950 with Swing at Sister and Kirishima, $9.50 also. Yeah, look, Hard Ransom does appear to be the class horse in the race. It's just how he travels. Um, he does have that natural tactical speed that will see him go forward. Three kilo claim for Christo, so Delic will get him in very well. Look, he went around in a race on the inner track last time out. He was really, really well back to it, a city grade race. His prime performance to that, he was not beaten that far at Balaclava in a, a rating 54 event. So uh, heading him back to this type of grade, he always has given the impression that he's capable of winning, you know, measuring maybe up the city grade. So you would feel he's going to be hard to beat in this lineup. I've got number two, Archway to Heaven. It is the danger who does resume, um, but does bring a bit of residual fitness. Has only had a month and a half since that last start effort. Might need a little bit of luck from the draw. 13, Hazel for third, who is first up, and then out to number five, Swing at Sister. One, two, 13, and five in race seven. Race number eight on the program. It's a 54 over 1,210. There are no scratchings here. Miss Catastrophe, number 11, the favourite, $445. Regina Del Drama, Winter Harbour at five, $6. Scouts on a Travago Girl at eight and 13, Oblique Line. Yeah, putting number eight on top of Scouts Honour. Claim gets it in well. Look, obviously it's going to be looking for further through the preparation. Extremely hard horse to rate with majority of them being first up from a break. And as we know with this horse, he will get better as the trips get longer. But I didn't mind his, his recent trial. He'll take benefit out of that. And if he runs anywhere near his best form, he might be the one to beat. Number seven, the danger Travago girl, who's also first up from a spell but does have to contend with an awkward draw. To Regina Del Drama, I put in for third, who has had a couple of runs back this preparation. So he's clearly got the edge that he's got those runs under his belt. And then out to number 11, this catastrophe. I've gone eight from seven, two and 11 in race number eight. Best Valley Courty play of the day, Port Lincoln, please, Nadia. Best, I think, race six, number six, Wichity Grub. Uh, the horse, I thought we could have something on each way. We took the horse in the last race eight, number eight, Scouts Honour. Our quaddie today, one, two, five, six, the first leg, one out the six in the second one and two in the third leg, and two, seven, eight, and 11 in the last. And the play of the day will take it all up. Race one, number one, race six, number six, and race seven, number one. Seven, number one, last of them. Good luck today, Nadia. Thanks, Brendan. Nadia Horn with her look at Port Lincoln. Trot's action today heads to Cranbourne. Today's best Trot's plays, the Trot's Form Express. Just before we touch on the uh, hardest meeting at Cranbourne today, uh, Totes at Hillsville, the third raise, one ten dollar four two. My mate Lucas, $2.70. Eight ticks, Akali Tiger, third, no deal. Fourth was number four, four thirty. Quinella, five forty. Exacta, trifecta, thirteen dollars and forty. Three to eight, four first, four seventy dollars ten. Running double, six and three, three dollars and thirty cents. Joining us on the line is a very busy Rob Orber on the back up from the Greyhounds at Bendigo last night. Rob, there was some pretty entertaining harness racing going on on the other side of the field. Did you catch most of that throughout the night? Yeah, I tried to. I actually uh, previewed uh, or uh, reviewed the program with uh, Dan Malecki this morning on mile rate, so I actually had to get up an extra two hours early, one for daylight savings <laughs> and one to uh, catch up on all the replays, so I knew what I was talking about. But, yeah, look, it was a fantastic night. Wow. 
the quality three-year-olds that we have, both from the uh, the Derby perspective and the Oaks, we've got some uh, highly talented uh, young horses coming through the, the ranks of harness racing, and uh, the competition's tough, and it's going to be a great uh, Oaks final and a fantastic Derby final next week. Can't wait. Most certainly is. Uh, Cranbourne is the venue for Harness Racing today. We'll take in the quarty legs. First leg of the quarty race, number five, is over the 2,080 metres. No scratchings here. Well, you can dance. For Alex Ashwood, $2.15. Supreme Dominator, three seventy. CW uh, Grand at uh, six fifty. Foolish Pleasure, $7.00. Belladonna Girl. I think this is a really tricky race, uh, Brendan. I know, uh, you know, punters have come up with, well, you can dance uh, as the favourite, but I think there's a lot of depth in this race, and I'm certainly my recommendation for those people playing quaddies, I'd certainly be playing wide in this first leg, and I'm actually shying away from the favourites. I'm actually tipping a little bit of value. I'm tipping number one, Major Mel on top for Vince Vallelonga and Michael Bellman, and in particular when you go back two runs ago at Maryborough, he chased home uh, Blitzern, who came out and won the Derby Heat last night. And Major Mel's performance at Dave Maribar was very good. He, he didn't have a lot of luck, and his form before that was, even though his figure form wasn't anything special, he was actually performing quite well. And uh, he went to Mildura last start, found a bit of trouble, and I just, just forget last start. I think from Barrier 1, the $9 on offer looks good value for mine. I think he's got a really good hope, Major Mel. I thought the danger... Another one at good odds is number seven, Belladonna Girl. She, she's a very classy uh, mare. Uh, probably been racing against much stronger company to what she meets here today. I mean, the draw's not great, but I thought her run at Charlton was very good. She had no luck. Smallish field today. And I thought both of these horses present really good there. I'm, I'm playing both of them here, Major Mel and Belladonna Girl. Uh, certainly number three, Wow You Can Dance. Alex Ashwood's team's flying at the moment. It's got good gait, speed if it leads and gets away with some easy sectionals. Obviously, we'll take some running down. At $2.15, it's pretty much uh, short enough. And uh, for fourth, uh, I've started in uh, number five, Foolish Pleasure, who I think is going really well and is a bit of a blowout chance. Tricky race, play wide in that first leg of the body. Second leg of the quarter is over the mile. Scratchings are 1, 5 and 6. Trip from Punchy, 290. Joy Mac, 420. Sundance, a Robo, 440. Another tricky race. Uh, this is not a clear-cut race. Uh, I've gone here for number two, Sundance Rainbow. James Herbertson jumps on board here today. Might uh, actually be able to get this horse out of the gate a little bit quicker, but it normally doesn't have great gate speed. But it won't sort of settle too far back in the field. And with the long straight here at Cranbourne and the sprint lane, uh, I'm expecting Sundance Rainbow to, to be hitting the line strongly. I think she's got a really good hope here, number two. Uh, certainly number three, Joy Mack got some early speed, should be prominent, as is number seven, Trent from Punchy. Both good beginners. You would imagine these three, or those two horses, Joy Mac, Trent from Punchy, are going to be racing on the speed. I'm looking at Sundance, the rainbow, the horse, hitting the line strongly. And uh, I'll put in number four, Snapshot, who also has some early speed, can race handy. But uh, again, I think you need to play a little bit wider here. But I'm going two from three, four, and seven. Sorry, two, three, seven, and four for race number uh, six. Race number seven on the card is a final over the 2,080 metres. Seven Prosecco Boy and 13 come out. Seven and 13 out of the seventh. Uh, Big Jim Valentine, a dollar forty, is going to go around very, very short here, Rob, in the third league of the quaddie. Yeah, look, uh, and he deserves to be favoured. I think if you're taking quaddies, you take one quaddie where you're just taking one out, and uh, then I'd certainly have a second quaddie where you can go a little bit wider with a few chances in the race. But look, he's uh, he's really hit form, uh, Big Jim Valentine. Uh, look, he, he was sort of went through a period there where 
uh, just things weren't panning out for him. But since uh, he's found form, he's been really hard to beat. He, he should be able to work to the front here. Obviously, Lazadro's got some early speed. Uh, will be probably looking for a trail, and I would imagine Big Jim Valentine will be the horse and will stroll to the front, and he looks very hard to beat. Certainly nine isolations, racing really well. Underrated horse, so I'm not ruling him out, totally dismissing him today. Ten Dreamers Delight, who uh, is also uh, a capable horse, probably didn't get into the race last start, but I think there's more improvement. I'm expecting Dreamers Delight to perform much better today. And number 12, Art of Shanghai, another uh, horse that's racing quite well, has to be respected. But look, five big Jim Valentine looks the horse to beat. If you want to play wider in the quaddies, certainly numbers 9, 10, 12. I'd certainly put in numbers 2 and also 11 if you want to take a little bit wider quaddy for race uh, the third leg. On to final leg of the quaddy. Uh, eight is the scratching hedge on Justice. Has a short price favourite, $1.35. Giappello Beach, four eighty ten dollars $10 for Kami Dan. Uh, should be winning, however. Uh, he's a very good horse, so I'm expecting him to win here. Obviously, the only danger is number seven, Chapello Beach. I don't think you need to go far and wide in the quaddy here. Three clearly on top, ahead of the seven. And if you're playing trifectas in first four, certainly number six, Tyab Wonder, has to be respected, as does number four, Kami Dan. But I, I do think it's a, a three should be winning, seven the only danger, and uh, outside of that, maybe six and four for your trifectas in first fours. Recap of the quality numbers, best bet, and a value bet for the program at Cranbourne, please, Rob. Okay, so uh, look, first league, I think you need to play wide. I think I'll certainly be putting in numbers one, two, three, five, six, and seven. I think they've all got winning chances, but I do like the one and seven as a bit of value. Second league at the quality, two, three, four, and seven. Two, three, four, and seven. I think the third league, you can go one out here, number five, Big Jim Valentine, if you want to take a bit more of a wider one, uh, numbers two. 9, 10, and 12. And then the final leg, just come home with uh, number 3, Halliver. And if you want to go a bit wider, put in 7, Chipolo Beach. But they look the main chances, and we should snare the quality with those numbers. Good calling today, Rob. Thanks, Brendan. Take care. Good on you, mate. Time to talk Greyhounds with George Ferrugia. Looking for the top dogs. The Greyhound Form Express. George Ferrugia joining me on the line to talk Greyhounds. George, good morning. Brendan, how are you? Very well, thank you. We'll make a start on the Sandown Quaddy. We'll have a chat about some news the other side of the race at Healesville, which is two and a half minutes away now. First leg of the Quaddy at Sandown is a 6-7 over the 5-15. Five a vacant box, one external link, $1.97. Postman pick at $2. Yeah, interesting race, but my numbers are one to beat seven and two. I've gone external link on top. Two starts ago at Sandown, one uh, off this box in 29.87. In fact, from his... um, Probably his six starts. He's clearly done his best racing off inside draws, uh, Brendan, so we're, we're keen to have him on top. Um, Postman Pickett, um, probably a, a, a class above him at this stage, but just the box draw for me is a little bit of a worry. Last two starts have been beaten by a promising young dog called Mapunga Mustang, uh, and we'll throw in number two, Centre, whose uh, last two runs have been pretty good. Only half a length away from winning last start at Sandown. Only issue is the early split, so probably going to have to get a run behind the red here, external link. But one to beat seven and two in race five. Heat of the great chase, up and running across Victoria, race number six, five fifteen. the trip, five vacant, seven comes out, Weblek Flair, 195, 240, Weblek Raider, Rasputin, $7. Yeah, good race, one to beat four and eight. Um, Weblek Flair on top, I've got a lot of time for this young dog, um, Brendan, he's had 10 career starts for three wins and, and six minor placings. 
He's won three out of four here. He ran 29.63. He just looks like he's doing it easy. And that day, he, he defeated a pretty good greyhound. He ran third behind Weblex Thunder, of course. Um, he's now in the Adelaide Cup. Um, and his recent form around Nicole Bale, who won the Geelong Derby. Everything just adds up here for Weblex Flair, especially off the draw. I think he should be able to hold a forward enough position to be hard to beat. Jazzy Minter off box four. Really good wins in its last two, including a 24.97 win at sale. And we'll throw in number eight, Weblick Raider, the brother um, to the Greyhound drawn off box one. One to beat four and eight in race six. 30 seconds off the next at uh, Hillsville. Enough time to squeeze in the third leg of the quarter at Sandown. A grade five, five, fifteen, all to run. Spearhead tops the market at $3. Yeah, I've got Trout on top here. Four starts ago was a good winner. Why I like Trout today is he's got some good early speed. I've got him on top here to beat number seven, Zipping Celeste, number four, Coco Lily, number two, Spearhead. Three to beat seven, four, and two. Three to beat seven, four, two, third leg of the quaddy. We'll press pause there. George will be back with the uh, final leg on the other side of race four from Hills. Four after race number four from Hillsville. Final leg of the quaddy, George, at Sandown Park is the sixth heat of the tab. Great chase. Five of acre box. Don't tell Bluey at dollar eighty off box number four. Yeah, look, and, and rightfully so uh, on the, his um, Patrick of wins at Sandown back in August. Since then, he's raced against some pretty good greyhounds, but I think he's been his own worst enemy. He's missed a tick a little bit. A um, couple of starts there, he did still go around the 5.12 mark early. And if he can replicate that, he should have enough speed to be really forward here, especially greyhounds drawn in one and two. He should be able to pass them and get into a nice position. I've got Don't Tell Bluey on top. Uh, Latimer is the danger, number eight. Um, good placing at uh, the Meadows last start. Before that, ran 29.77 at Sandown off the same draw here. And there's another one that can go under the 5.10 mark, comes from a good litter, and he's clearly the danger here. Four to beat eight to bring us home. Recap of the corny numbers, best bet for the program, please, George. Yeah, one, two, and seven is the first leg. Second leg, one, four, and eight. Third leg, two, three, four, and seven. And we come home with four and eight. I like one in race 10, number one, Aston Amigo. He's up against Zipping Zabo, who's odds on here. She'll set a cracking speed, there's no doubt. She's a star. She's won 30 races. I just like where Aston Amigo is drawn here, and I think he's certainly on the way up. He did win here three, uh, two starts ago in 29.65. If he's close enough, I think he'll knock off the favourite here. So race 10, number one, Aston Amigo. Adelaide Cup coming up on the 8th of October. George Aston Rupee is going to go off a short price favourite there off the outside box, and also the great chase in full swing again. Yeah, and uh, Aston Rupee, at even money at this stage, um, Brendan, and I suppose that's... Um, uh, has come from the fact that he's drawn box eight in the final, so he's going to have to try to find a way to get across. But with all due respect to the field, I mean, there's some very talented greyhounds in it. But if Aston Rupi begins cleanly and he's in a forward enough position, I mean, he'll be incredibly hard to beat. Clearly, he's a track record holder there on the newly uh, renovated track that's been open for about six weeks now. Um, look, of the other ones, uh, Webleck Blazer is the second favourite at $5.50. You've got to watch his, um, for those who haven't seen his, his heat when he was outstanding, he ran down a greyhound called Mr. Fixit, of course, who we know is a, is a high-quality free-for-all greyhound. And, look, he's got so much potential, Webleck Blazer. But box four, Brendan worries me. Um, of the others, it was a very impressive winner. He's drawn well in box two. Keep it black in, in the three at $8.50. Major, major, the um, local greyhound at $8. The fastest heat winner was Spring Lilac. Um, who's $14. She's a, a local greyhound who got up at huge odds. So, look, very interesting. Another challenge for Aston Rupee, but we know what the gun dogs can do, Brendan. They step up when needed, and he gets his opportunity to add Group 1 to his CV 
in the lead up to what is going to be essentially huge two or three months of racing for Aston uh, Rupee. And the the great chase uh, is up and running across Victoria. Great, uh, a great series that runs across uh, the state, uh, doing great things for for charity groups. Absolutely, Brendan. And it kicked off last night at Bendigo with uh, with a couple of heats. And um, uh, obviously, as you mentioned, it, kick, it continues at Sandown. The last of these, after they go through the provincial tracks, are at Geelong on Thursday. Then we've got the semi-finals on the thirteenth of October at the Meadows and the grand final on October 20, worth $47,000 for the winner. Obviously, with COVID, we're not going to have the great community support on track for those finals, which is always absolutely fantastic. But I'm sure they'll be there in spirit. And, uh, yeah, as you said, it always uh, throws up some very, very good greyhounds. Bernardo won this race. Uh, Simon told Helen these types of dogs who just go on as a launching pad to go on and, and win a bigger and better thing. George, thanks very much for your time this morning. No worries, mate.